Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Visit us soon at our new State College location. Hey, it's Dustin Hawkinsmith from Penn Live. I've got your four Penn State talking points for Wednesday, May 4th on this episode of the Blue White Breakdown. First, and this is hot off the press for Wednesday, Penn State and Syracuse have agreed to a home-and-home series for 2027. And 2028, they'll meet at Beaver Stadium. That's on September 4th, season opener. They'll play at Syracuse September 9th, 2028. The September 4th game is the 27th season. These are teams that engaged in a, in a long-term regional rivalry for a while. They have not played in the James Franklin era since he took over in 2014. They last played under Bill O'Brien in the 2013 season opener. At MetLife Stadium, Penn State won that game 23-17. Penn State 43-23-5 in the all-time series against Syracuse. And if you look ahead to 2027, always subject to change, but you have an evolving scheduling philosophy across college football. Not really sure where the college football playoff will be headed, I suspect, in 2027 by the time Penn State and Syracuse actually play will have a little different take and maybe some plans for the future of the college football playoff, perhaps expansion, though that was tabled in their conversations here in the offseason. But the non-conference schedule for Penn State, Syracuse, Delaware, Temple, some familiar opponents there, regional opponents, but you've gotten away here five years from now, again, if all things play out as planned, gotten away from those big-time opponents like the Penn State-Auburn series that they'll be continuing in 2022. Unless things change wildly for any of one of those three programs, Penn State will play regional teams and should be favored pretty handily in those matchups, although Syracuse has shown some good things under head coach Dino Babers. We'll see if he's still around, if James Franklin is still around. So much can change. In the next five or six years, the Penn State-Syracuse, a traditional rivalry. The Penn State has held a pretty solid advantage when those two teams have squared off. A busy week here on the recruiting front. You've got finalists, top five, six, seven lists. You've got some visit plans starting to take shape. And along those lines, the weekend of June 17th through the 19th well, looks to be a key weekend for Penn State recruiting, getting in late in the in the visit window there. Penn State uh, will be getting some key guys on campus, including a guy like Tony Rojas, perhaps the top linebacker target on Penn State's board. You also found out on Monday uh, that four-star defensive tackle Will Norman has made his top five. Penn State is on that list along with Florida, LSU, Michigan, and Texas A&M. 
Norman's a four-star from IMG Academy. He's listed at six foot five, two hundred ninety pounds. Rare prospect with his length and size. Ranked number eleven among defensive linemen, number eighty-eight overall in the twenty-four-seven Sports Industry Composite ranking. So a very, very highly regarded player. Penn State very much in the race here, along with some other very high-profile programs, including a Big Ten team in Michigan and three SEC teams, including Florida, whose defensive line is now coached by former Penn State defensive line coach Sean Spencer. Penn State's got 11 commits in the 2023 class so far. That group ranked number four nationally. Three defensive commits among those 11, including the last two. No defensive tackles are currently committed in that class, and one defensive lineman is on board in edge rusher Jameel Lyons. Will Norman, one of the top defensive tackles in America from IMG Academy in Florida. Penn State in the mix there. Certainly one to watch as we go into the summer. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Have questions? Visit us at cureleaf.com or stop in to see us at any of our locations, including our new state college dispensary located at 1248 South Atherton Street. Let's talk medical marijuana and let our confidence become yours. Didn't take long for the 2022 NFL Draft to wrap up before the 2023 mock draft started to roll out. That occurred earlier this week. Content season for a lot of these national publications just doesn't ever sleep. So already a quick eye toward 2023, which be forewarned, I think history has shown, especially recently, that mock draft positioning in May of 2022 might not mean a whole lot come April of 2023. Got a lot of guys who are in position to take another step forward and jump into that first round mix. We all know that those guys don't always do that. A couple interesting notes from a Penn State angle in these 2023 mock drafts, which we've seen some from The Athletic, Pro Football Focus, CBS Sports, Bleacher Report all put out mock drafts, and in all those cases, Penn State cornerback Joey Porter Jr. was listed as a first-round pick. You see all the makings there. He's highly regarded within Penn State's program. He's got tremendous length. His arms are 34-plus inches long. He can run. He can cover. He's sticky in that regard. Uh, So you look at that size, speed, length, quickness combination, and Joey Porter Jr. is a very rare player and a very rare prospect at the next level, certainly somebody who should and could continue to improve and be a really good NFL player for a long time. His dad, Joey Porter, had a lengthy NFL career as an edge rusher, notably with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Joey Porter Jr. is a two-year starter for Penn State, should step into a starring role in 2022. He's played alongside Tariq Castro-Fields for the past couple years. He should be, without question, Penn State's number one cornerback in a defense that should have a new look under Manny Diaz, who takes over for Brent Pry. Maybe can use Joey Porter Jr.'s length and quickness in a little different way. Use him in press man coverage a little bit more. Let him be on an island and let him do his thing. He was a third-team All-Big Ten pick as a redshirt sophomore last season. Now he uh, has a chance to maybe pick up where he left off 
Also, one thing worth noting as you look at his 2021 film, he got into some trouble with some grabbing and some hands down the field. That'll be a technical adjustment that'll be worth watching early in 2022. Not a fatal flaw by any means to his NFL draft stock, but Joey Porter Jr. will have to clean that up. He had 51 tackles, an interception, four pass breakups, and a forced fumble last season. I would expect better numbers across the board and maybe some situations where he is feared by opponents and not really tested quite as much. Uh, another angle in Penn State uh, from the Penn State side in NFL mock drafts, Will Levis, the Kentucky quarterback who began his career at Penn State, was listed as a top 10 pick in most or all of those mock drafts including by the Athletic at number five overall as a pick. He had a really nice year for Kentucky last year. I think he needs to improve his consistency as a passer, needs to show that his instincts are continuing to improve. He has that athleticism. He's got an electric arm, an NFL arm, when it comes to the power that he can generate without a lot of effort. So all the makings are there for Will Levis kind of embodies the future of that quarterback position where you're no, real, no longer really looking for six foot four, six foot five. These guys like Will Levis who can create outside the pocket, who aren't afraid to step up into the pocket and then can be used as a running threat as well. All the value is there. Will Levis just has to take another step forward. If he shows a little bit cleaner decision-making, is asked to do a little bit more down the field and can show his accuracy on deep balls, without a doubt, could be a first-round pick, is expected to be a first-round pick. Now you look at you know him getting away from Penn State. Sean Clifford could be in for a big year. I think as you're watching Will Levis emerge as a possible and likely first-round pick, you hope to see, as a Penn State fan, that Sean Clifford can kind of keep pace and, and uh, make sure that James Franklin's commitment to him pays off in 2022. One more note here on the blue-white breakdown. It's a wrestling note. Roman Bravo Young announced early this week he will be back for one more year. He's a two-time national champ at 133 pounds. Has won the last two NCAA titles there. Early favorite to make it three in a row uh, this coming season. Said, why not run it back one more time and try to make that NCAA, happen, uh, NCAA title happen once more? Big news for Kale Sanderson and his wrestling program, which ran away with the NCAA team title last year, which has become customary under Kale Sanderson. Three other national champs are back in addition to Roman Bravo Young. Carter Storacci at 174 pounds, Aaron Brooks at 184, Max Dean at 197, heavyweight Greg Kirkfleet also looks like a real contender to win NCAA gold there. RBY gives them an anchor in the lower weights here. They're, the things are settled from 174 up. Penn State's still looking to settle things at 125. That's been a revolving door over the past four or five seasons. Nick Lee, a multi-time NCAA champ, is moving on from his spot at 141 pounds. Not sure exactly what happens yet at 141, 149, and 157. But you do know with Roman Bravo Young back, you've got an electric national title contending option there who's a veteran uh, favorite to win a, a national championship for the third time that can anchor the the lower weights and give you a little margin for error if you're Kale Sanderson to get some young guys in the lineup that looks possibly um, like, like a good um, solution to the problem. Bo Bartlett who you saw at 149 pounds some rumors there that he could drop down to 141. Kale Sanderson will explore those options as we get it through the spring and the summer. 
all with a little bit of margin here. Roman Bravo Young is back to run it back one more time. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Blue White Breakdown. As always, be sure to follow along to daily Penn State podcasts from Penn Live. Those can be found anywhere podcasts are. Just search for Blue White Breakdown. Everything else we do written and video form can be found at PennLive.com slash Penn State Football. And we'll see you next time here on the Blue White Breakdown. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Visit us soon at our new State College location.